welcome everyone to a new episode of Rising by Design. Today I have the pleasure to have with me Taj Savitri and she's a healer and mentor for spiritual entrepreneurs. So welcome and thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I've been so excited about this. <laughs> and we were kind of talking already before the podcast. Exactly. Like, Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so we were chatting before the record about human design because as you know this pod podcast is all about you know human design and the jinkies and spirituality so would you like to share with us you know your what you know about human design your type uh, what changed yeah. you you know I'm still learning a lot about human design I feel like it's like kind of new in the the mainstream world we'll just say that in the modern world yeah um, but I know for myself I'm a projector and I have um when I read about that and someone told me about that I was like oh my god that makes so much sense because um I find that I do like I do get a bit tired being or not being around people but um like after my sessions with people I'm like a little a, a little bit drained and it's not because of them it's just I think how I, I move and work with energy and we were also talking about um so I, I'm a psychic intuitive medium so I use I use that 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 skill that gift in in my work as well so it's like I think being like a projector on steroids because it's just so much more energy use and so much more sensitivity to that um and I know that I have a um an open sacral. I'm sure there's other things because yes. like I said, if that's the case, you're, if that's the only one, then you're a rare projected. <laughs> um, it might be that like, I'm a one, three, mm -hmm. three, one, one, three. I don't know if, you know, there's a specific order for that, but, um, I do know from a long time ago, a friend that was, um, reading it for me that I have a roomy line. Mm -hmm. So like, like seeing life is very poetic and like relating to life in a very like, Oh yes, that's so beautiful. Or, Oh, that's so tragic. And <laughs> I can totally relate to that. Um, yeah. And then I think my, my throat is, I want to say defi defined. Defined. Um, yeah. So I feel like uh, it's, and just personally, it's, it's very open. So like I have my podcast too and I love using my voice. I'm like, ah, here I am. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's been such a fun study to find all the little, little pieces. It's like astrology. You're like, Oh my mm -hmm. God, that makes sense. Of course I'm the sign or of course I'm this way. And it's just really relieving to find out a bit about yourself, um, to help you navigate your being because we're wow, human beings are so fascinating and we're so interesting with all the different parts of who we are because they're spiritual there's physical there's personality there's astrology there's you know even culturally we're yeah you know, we're all so beautiful um in the ways that we kind of come together and end up being this one person you know <laughs> yeah it's like you know every time i i do a reading or i read a chart people are like oh my god you know yeah that's so me like Finally, I feel home, like I feel seen and recognized uh, mm -hmm. and every, like intuitively, I feel that we know it, like we know a lot of stuff about us, yeah. 
But then when we see them on the chart, it's like, oh, yes, okay. Like our brain needs the information of the chart to say, ah, yes, yeah. that's so true. It's like, aha, uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself, your story, how you become a mentor, an entrepreneur. Yeah, so um, oh, my story, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, so I come from uh, a, like a Spanish, Mexican, European family. And I come from a family of white witches and healers. So I didn't really know that though until last year. I was like, how do I have all these gifts? And where did they come from? And then I was talking to my grandmother and she's like, oh yeah, I, I see visions in my sleep. And then it happens, you know, a couple of days later or a few days later. But I don't think she calls that psychic. I think she yeah. thinks it's like a coincidence <laughs> that that happens. And um, yeah, I, I've had like people in my family that would make dolls dance. So they, they work with magic and magic wasn't really a part of my world until I started working with psychedelics, really. And so that happened about, I'm going to say seven years ago, where I sat in an ayahuasca ceremony. And that's when I had my spiritual awakening and the lights turned on. And I was like, oh my God, wow, life is so beautiful. Because <laughs> at that point in time, I was so caught up in the life that I didn't love. And and it's so easy to do that when we're like in our shit, right? You're, you're just like, uh okay, how do I get out of this? Like, I just, I don't want to be in this experience. And so I was working in the fashion industry at the time as a fashion stylist and for Fortune 500 companies and models and getting free stuff. And, and I was like, this is so glamorous and it's, it's really fun. And a lot of people would romanticize this type of job, but I really hated my life. I, I really wasn't enjoying life. And so um, after this ayahuasca ceremony, I, I basically let go of everything that I had at that, that point I was engaged. And so I let go of the relationship. I let go of the houses. I let go of the jobs and wow. I moved into an almost 300 square foot apartment by myself and started all over again. And, um, this was because we were talking about visiting Europe and if I've, I've been there. So this was, um, after I went to Europe. So I, I drank ayahuasca basically left the country to have an eat, pray, love moment. Yeah. And then, I came, and then I, and while that was happening, my whole life fell apart. And then I came back and I was like, okay, I, I'm going to start over. This is okay. It was really, really hard though. Um, yeah. So I was in a 300 square foot apartment and I would, that's where I really started to meditate because I really was searching for that peace within myself. And I was like, okay, meditation, let's, let's do that. Let's start that. And also let's eat mushrooms. So I would like go into these mushroom ceremonies by myself. And so it was a really wild time of getting to know myself. And, and that's why, um, now I, 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 I love the work that I do helping women get to know themselves and not just like on a spiritual personal level, but, um, finding their empowerment. What, what I, I see happens, uh, when I work with my clients is that they want to eventually start their own business. And mm -hmm. that's the, and that's the thing, right? Like when you're like, Whoa, I can create anything. I'm so beautiful. Like I have all these gifts you want to share that with the world because you want others to see that in themselves as well. So um, circling back just a little bit, I, I intuitively was called to do spiritual life coaching. This is about two or three years ago. Okay. 
And at the time, coaching wasn't like it is now. A lot of people are are diving into the coaching industry. And I think spirit, even especially with spirituality, spiritual anything with spiritual coaching wasn't really a thing two mm. years ago. And so one, I didn't really know what coaching was. And two, I was like, what is this spiritual coaching? I don't <laughs> see anybody doing it. So I backed away and I decided to not do that because it, I felt like I needed to be led by somebody. And I don't mm-hmm. know if that, you know, anyway, I was like, maybe that's a human design thing. But at the time I was like, I feel like I need to have an example or be led or um, just be able to see how to do it. Uh, especially because it was just this ab- such an abstract concept for me. And so that was like two or three years ago. And, you know, long story short, I did all these jobs that I didn't really like. I don't really like being told what to do. I knew that I was meant to lead, I, you know, through astrology readings. Yeah. Like, you're not, so you're not supposed to work for anybody. And, and I knew that, but, you know, we kind of get caught up in the rat race of, someone else giving us our paycheck and yes. um, that, that stability, right? Being there, done that. Yeah. Oh, t- totally. That's been like most of my life. And, and so I got to this point again where I ended up on a sales call. I didn't know that I was on a sales call at the time. Yes. <laughs> and, and this guy ended up being my friend, Nathaniel Salas. Uh, and he, he was like, you are, you have so you're like, you're so cool. And I was like, Oh, thanks. And he's like, I think that you'd be a really amazing coach. And so I kept coming up again. And so, um, his, his partner at the time, Kira Mizuko ended up being my first coach. And I was like, okay, let's try this. I don't know what coaching is. And so I went into it. It was the last bit of money that I had in my bank account. And I really had to trust myself at that point that I was making the right decision. And so I, I jumped into coaching and was working with her and my whole life changed mm. it, and it changed in three months. So I wow. went from making, making $1,300 a month to, to making like 27 K in three months, which, and it's not like I've never coached before. And yeah. so it really, really surprised me. And so I, I was, um, how do I say this? I was guided by by spirit to leave whatever job I was doing before, which was social media marketing. And I didn't have any clients at the time. And I had invested all of this money. And I just really trusted. I was terrified though. Like when we make those big investments yes. and we're guided to do like something yes. that, like to add like the cherry on top, you're like, and I'm quitting my job. Like where is this money <laughs> gonna come from? And so I jumped and I did that and At that time, though, too, I was working ten hours a week, but it felt like forty because I was so out of alignment. Yeah. And the next week, a client paid me in full, and then the next week, and then the next week, and then the next week. And so, since then, my business has been been growing and expanding, and actually just had like the most profitable week I think to date this week in my business. And so, it's been it's been such a beautiful journey to. to be on this journey myself because I think when you are a mentor or a coach and someone had told me this it's about your relationship with yourself Mm -hmm. you're always needing that 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 next insecurity or that next limiting belief and 
and it forces you to recommit to your vision and to your your growth every single day and so that's how I'm doing the work that I'm doing now because what I noticed when I was when I was in this coaching program was I was the only spiritual person at that point in time doing spiritual life coaching or the one that was focused on spiritual life coaching and I think there are a few other people doing different types maybe like feminine embodiment type of thing but I was doing energy work and I had some people ask me how did you do so well because I was one of the the top performing people in that group and I said I have a deep spiritual practice I said it's all about my spiritual practice and I believe that's what contributed to the the success of me doing really well financially and so I saw that Um, and I also saw that there are a lot of people in the program that had been doing it for a really long time, but they didn't have a spiritual practice and they weren't doing well and not saying that everybody has to have a spiritual practice, but I think it's really beneficial when you're doing work like this to connect to your own energy and to connect to your own source, which is, is, is source. It's God, you know, whatever you want to call it to, to connect to that, that, um, that power that we all have within us. So um, when I saw that, I was like, you know, there's a lot of, um, healers out there, spiritual entrepreneurs, and we need these people to know how to ground their gifts and they have all the the energy understanding, but how can I help them make money from doing that and help more people? And so that's why I, I focus on spiritual entrepreneurs is because we need more people with these gifts to rise and and it's this this belief that if you help people that it needs to be free mm-hmm. or reduced or or whatever that is and I I don't believe that I believe that we actually need more of these people to make more money mm-hmm. and um, we need more people to value themselves enough to want to invest in in these prices working with these healers that are going to change their lives like I said mine changed in three three months like drastically drastically changed in three months where all of a sudden I was traveling the world and you know going to Brazil to drink ayahuasca and going to Burning Man where I met my partner and everything including meeting my partner happened very very quickly when I started doing this work wow yeah that's amazing and uh, what like you know, for the people listening, what spiritual practices, uh, you know, you, should, you, you do normally or you yeah. feel are the most uh, beneficial? Yeah, so my main spiritual practice, I'm not doing it right now because it's, um, it can be a little too stimulating sometimes, is kundalini yoga meditation. Mm. And I got certified in that, so I was teaching that for a little bit. And the reason why I went into Kundalini yoga meditation is because I was taking all of these psychedelics like LSD and mushrooms and ayahuasca. And I was like, how can I help people expand their consciousness and not give them psychedelics? Because, you know, it's kind of illegal. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And, and Kundalini is very much like that. It's, it balances your chakras. It strengthens your auric field. Um, it, it makes you energetically more magnetizing. So it's such a beautiful practice for one, cl- cleaning your mind, your subconscious mind, where you don't actually have to think about it or do any work around it or recall all this information and to help you manifest. So 
that's the the main practice that I do um, using the breath and, and subtle movements. Anybody can do it. It's it's meant for the householder. And so, for me though, um, because I'm so sensitive, and I I had my Kundalini awakening last year, it can be super stimulating for me. Yeah. And so, which is great when you want more energy, but I'm already like like super trying to to ground and <laughs> make sure I can feel my feet half the time, and. Um, when when I'm not in that practice, when I'm not feeling called to do that practice, it's just simple sitting in silence and clearing my energetic field and, and just feeling my own energy in the mornings. One of the things that um, I I do and it's um, I, I connect to this sacred space within myself, and this might be helpful for those who are listening because. Yeah meditation or a spiritual practice it could look like whatever you want it to look like whatever helps you connect to your home and help you feel <clears throat> at peace um i have this space within myself that's beautiful it's like whatever your beautiful space wants to be maybe it's sitting by a tree or by the water or um for me it's this white cottage and to the right of me i have uh, an outdoor shower and next to the outdoor shower is a bath and so when I go into my sacred space within myself which is my home I go to the shower and I, I rinse off whatever isn't me any judgments any any fears anything that is just you know what might be bothering me as well and then I look at the bath and I infuse the bath with thoughts of compassion, love, abundance, appreciation. And then I soak myself in that bath. So it's like the first thing I, I do when I go to my sacred space. And, and then outside there's sunflowers. I have like a butterfly sunflower garden that I can walk between. So it's this really sacred, magical place where I can come home to myself. So Spiritual practices can, can be so many different things. So it's about asking yourself, what do I need today? What am I working on? Do I need to feel more in my feminine? Do I need to be more in my masculine? And, and adjusting your practice to, to cater to what, what your soul needs. I love it. Yeah. For me also, water is like such a healing uh, tool. Totally. It's so cleansing. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And so um, how do you work with your clients now? What type of people are you working with? Good question. Yeah. So it's such a range and I love that it's such a range. I have mothers that have jobs all, you know, already. They're not looking to change their careers. Sometimes it's um, women who are trying to connect to their purpose um, and I, I, I realized how important it is to connect to your soul purpose. When I was working in the fashion industry, that was a great job. And also I knew that that wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. And so I felt very directionless. I wanted to know not necessarily where I was going, but I wanted to be like, wake up and be passionate about something and have something to work towards. And, you know, you'd hear about, you'd hear like people talk about, well, follow your bliss and you'll never have to work a day in your life. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Cause I'm doing this job that I fucking hate. And so, you know, now I'm in it and it, it makes so much sense to me. And I, I really want that for everybody. And so I understand the challenges of these women that come to me wanting to either find their purpose or to feel empowered to step into their purpose. And so I've had naturopathic doctors, 
I've had psychics, um, people who work in, or like CEOs of the cannabis industry, yoga teachers. I mean, it's, it's, it's such a range. I've even had people that just want to connect more deeply to themselves spiritually. Maybe they're a bit more analytical and they're having a little bit of a conflict connecting to that more metaphysical, ethereal mm -hmm. aspect of themselves because they're so, maybe they come from like a, you know, a more technical uh, background. Yeah. So it's just such a wide range. Sometimes I'm helping people expand and develop their metaphysical gifts as well, which is, is really, really fun for me because when I can sit down and talk to people about energy, it just, I'm like, yes, because it's expansive for me as well. It's reminding me of how far I've come and how much I understand. And, and our gifts don't just open, they, they continue expanding or we, we receive new gifts that we get to work mm -hmm. with. And it's, and it's not just about business. It affects every aspect of our life. But of course, it's super helpful for business because the more open we are and the more gifts that we have, we have a, a better understanding of how to use our own energy and to, to work with our own being to, I call it consciously create the lives that, you know, the, the experiences that we want to have. Mm -hmm. It's not like you, you're, you're just born and you're stuck with this life. Like we really are these powerful creators that can just simply with intention, create a, like open a door for ourselves to go into all of these different experiences that are really exciting and expansive for us. Awesome. That's beautiful. And what would like, I was for you like starting online, like I was there, like, oh, okay, I have to market myself online and, you know, connect with people mm -hmm. there. I was mm -hmm. for you as a spiritual person because <laughs> I have a lot of clients and projectors that they are like, they are spiritual and projectors and they're like, oh my God, the, you know, social media drains me so much. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny that you asked because this is a recent thing that came up for me. Uh, about a month ago, I was ready to let go of my business because of my relationship with social media. And especially because at that time, I had just come back from Brazil drinking ayahuasca for 10 days. So the second I got into the computer and started working again, I was getting headaches. I just yeah. became even more sensitive. And so now I use a grounding mat. I don't know if you use those, but no. oh, it's so nice. Um, yeah, it just connects to the earth. So you're, it's like as if you're standing on the grass. Wow. You, you sit on a mat like that and you can put one under your computer as well. So that the EMFs, like the, the stuff that's really affecting us energetically, um, it's less so. Wow. And um, yeah, at that point I was ready to let go of my business, even though I had just like invested in a designer and done a rebrand and all of the stuff was in the works working on my podcast. But what I really wanted to do was just be outside and be in nature and connect to people in person that like that felt really good for me because I had been doing that while I was traveling. And I, ha I was really needing a lot of resistance within myself because I want to be able to reach more people. That's the beautiful thing about social media mm -hmm. is, especially if you're a healer, is you get to help 20 people at a time. You get to help 5,000 people at the time, depending on what your following is. And so it's such a, a great tool for that. And also it has its setbacks that... Um, you know, especially those, like you're saying that our projectors are more sensitive. You're getting pulled in so many different mm -hmm. directions because there's so much infor information. Information, yeah. Right. And so it, it's, 
important to be discerning when you're on social media of what you feel is true and to not copy what everybody else is doing. And so what had started happening for me was I didn't feel authentic and true mm. to how I wanted to run my business because I was looking at all these other people. I'm like, oh, that seems to be right. Or they're doing it right. Or that's a great idea. And so I was getting pulled in all these different directions. And so I realized I was in this point where I'm like, okay, well, what is it? Do I just go back to a nine to five job? Is that an option? And I was like, no fucking way. Is that happening? <laughs> so I had to recommit, but it took having a week away from social media. Um, and what had happened at the time is one of my best friends who also does energy work, she had visited me from Hawaii and she came out here to Portland and we just played like little girls. We just danced and we jumped in puddles and I had this moment of, okay, it's because I forgot to play. Mm -hmm. I forgot to play with my business in social media. I can just play. And I had this attitude of whatever, just whatever, not taking this stuff so seriously like we tend to do. And so when I got back online, I was just so much more relaxed. And I was like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. This is what's yes. going on. Posting this. Okay. And the second I did that, that's when I started making more money. Like the flow started again, because before then, you know, we have these points in our business where, where we, we are not in alignment and yeah. it happens with every, every, every business, every. Where it, gets, it gets quiet and you're like, I'm doing the same things that have been working that have been bringing me income and bringing in more clients. I don't know what's happening. And it's because something needs to shift. We are constantly growing and expanding. And with that, that means that we have to pay attention to what is and isn't working in our business when it comes to our strategy and it can change very quickly. And so I just made that little shift of infusing play back into my work because I got really serious and, and then, yeah, now it's just, it's back into its flow. And, and now I know how to work with social media in a way that feels really good for me. And, and it is really for me more about, about the community and the connection and finding other people who are using it in the same ways as well. And being very mindful to unfollow accounts that aren't providing value for me. So when I do come across an account that I'm following, it's something that's really nourishing for me. It's something that makes me really excited to be on social media because if I'm seeing stuff that um, is triggering for me or making me feel like I'm not doing enough even yeah honestly even some coaches too because some people can sell or speak in a way that makes you feel like you should, be, yeah. you should be doing this or you know and I don't really believe in that way of of calling in clients it's really about people want to to be the hero of their own stories right and I'm just the guide saying hey you're so gifted in this like have you thought of x y and z you know and course there's more to that but I think it's really important this year and, and a lot of people are feeling this too to to be authentic yeah thing yeah to be authentic and to be real and I feel this suffocation of people of feeling like they need to be perfect and I I'm so guilty of that especially in this space of um everything is presented this way beautifully the words have to be this way it has to be like a long poetic thing and no, it, it's just, what's alive for you? What's, what's inspiring you? Because when you're putting out content from a place of inspiration, people are going to feel that because everything you put out there 
has energy. The posts that you leave, that Everything. has its own energy. The, the Instagram stories that you're sharing, what state are you in when you are, you're speaking? Because people can feel that energy. It's not about how you look. It's not even about the presentation, even though the branding helps, of course, at times. But it's all about the energy. Agree, 100%. Like, as I always say, like, our aura is our billboard. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's, and that's why, like, kundalini. Beautiful, important. You walk into a room, people, like, if your aura is just radiating, you don't have to say anything. People exactly. People want to come up to you and talk to you, and it happens to me all the time. People want to give me things, and I, like... I've never met them. Like I'm always having these really beautiful interactions where people want to just come up to me and they're like, I don't know what it is about you, but I wanted to say hi to you. And I wanted to connect with you. And I'm like, my aura, I don't say that to them, but but it's it's totally your aura. Absolutely. It's, it's because that's, um, your internal state is, is being reflected in your aura and we're, we're all auras coming together yes. bouncing off of each other merging and so this is this is why the energy work is really important when, when we're doing this kind of work there's no separation between this the spirituality and the strategy that's why you know the human design and the jinkies are so powerful because mm-hmm. you know human design is basically the science of the aura oh so, i didn't know that yeah so now, now i'm like already obsessed (laughs) (laughs) it's basically it's all energetic so it's telling us you know how our auras and our energy moves uniquely Mm -hmm. in our body and Mm -hmm. how interacts with other auras with other energies beautiful and the jinkies you know is all about again this work on you know magnetism you know, as you said, even in what I always say to my client, even in your market, when you are embodied in your radiance, that is, mm-hmm. a, you know, a, a, a thing in the jinkies, you don't even need to say much, you know, mm-hmm. you don't even need to write thousands of posts, uh, you know, because there, there is this uh, belief like I have to post five times a day. No, no, no. And I'm like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no. You know, <laughs> do less, be more. <laughs> And work mm-hmm. on your energy first. Mm-hmm. Totally. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm interested in, um, you know, that's why I appreciate the, the work that you do. And I've been so fascinated by you because I'm like, wow, this woman is like growing her business by, by working with, with people and their different um, gene keys. And so I feel like this work is, is so important. And also it, it shows that you can expand on one tiny interest, right? One interest and create a business out of that, whatever it is that interests you. And I was just talking about this on my Instagram stories. It could be anything and everything. And we live in a time where it doesn't, your, your ideal career doesn't have to fit in a box. It could be mm-hmm. your interests. Right. It's, okay. just a, it's, it's just whatever it is that brings you joy that you're so excited about. Again, it's like one of those quotes. It's like, what would you want to wake up and do every day? I'm like, it's true. All these quotes have been so true this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, what excites you? For me, it was, I was always reading books about personal development and spirituality when I was younger. But of course, you know, there's a certain age and certain point, maybe it's when you're in high school and you're getting ready to go to college. Some people say you need to be a doctor or a lawyer, go get a job. And 
you know, if I, if I hadn't listened to myself, I wouldn't be making the most money that I've ever made doing what I love to do, helping people do that themselves. And I'm really happy I didn't listen. And I'm really happy that I, my first year of, of school, this was before I was uh, doing fashion design stuff and I went to school for fashion design. I was actually going to school to be a doctor. Yeah. Because yeah, I love helping people. So I, I was still always in a path of wanting to help and support people. Um, specifically a, a pediatric oncologist. So working with kids mm. with cancer. And then I realized that I'm too much of an empath that I would probably be crying all the time. <laughs> and I didn't want to do like the math classes and stuff. So I moved out of that pretty quickly. Um, and I'm glad I didn't listen because I get to help people in a way that, that really works for me and that excites me. And, and not only that, it's, um, I get to create every day. And that's the beautiful thing about having a business, right? You, you're like, okay, this sounds good one day. And you do that and you help people doing it in the way that you're like, okay, that was a great idea. You receive, yes. these, down, you receive these downloads and, and you just implement them and expand on them and put your own design and flavor and whatever to it. And so you're constantly creating. And that's what I really love about this, this work. If you can, have spiritual resiliency and yes and re recommit every day then this is a great career and then mm -hmm. we need more people we I, I know there's a lot of people in the industry but we need more people to really to to do it because more there's so many people that need healing there's an endless amount there's an endless amount of people that need that specific thing that you offer right and so every person too is going to have a, a different essence so they might be another person that does the same exact thing that I do, but maybe they're the example I use is maybe they're more watery. Maybe they're more ethereal and airy and, and for someone that works much better for them. Yeah. They receive that much better. So I'm like, okay, if they're not working with me, I'm glad that they're working with somebody else that really resonates with them. And, and that's where we come into the place of there's no competition. No. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, as you said, like business uh, is one is for me the biggest spiritual <laughs> path oh my God, we can take. Girl. <laughs> it is, it is, and and it's not just personal development, right? It's personal development and spiritual. You put the two together, it's a whole other story. Because you're like, okay, I'm looking at my bad habits and. And the ways that, you know, the physical stuff, the personal development, the more physical stuff, how am I getting in my own way? What are my habits? I need to wake up early, eat better, work out. Then the spiritual, it's like, what are my subconscious beliefs? How have I held myself back? Where am I not believing in myself? What choice do I have today? And the words that I want to use and how I speak to myself. And so you take all of that and it's, it's, it's a lot sometimes. And I wouldn't have it any other way because our souls naturally want to seek expansion. We naturally mm -hmm. want to grow. And so when we can grow and expand, we can also receive more. Totally. Mm -hmm. And as you said, you know, the beauty of it is that uh, in this type of business, because I had other businesses, like I have a very similar story of you, like I work in fashion, mm -hmm. but I always wanted to help people. I tried med school, you know, Mm -hmm. And um, I had like more a physical, like coaching, healing business before in Italy. But, you know, I was 
missing this creativity you know this possibility mm. that we have with the at the end of the, with the online space to create uh, to create new offers uh, to you know expand on our brand our you know pictures there is so much we can so that i love fashion i still love fashion you know mm-hmm. is uh, combining all these things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly and uh i still have the visual part of me that wants to be expressed in my business i love branding and i love visuals and and because my eye got trained for that i mean there's a reason i went into fashion because i love how um the like the psychology of fashion why we are drawn to wear certain things there's what was really really fun for me was um trend forecasting like why people wear the things that they do based off of what's going on in the world pop culture um the news uh, politics how that all influences what we're wearing we don't realize it when we go to the store and buy yeah. the stuff but all of it is influenced by what's going on in the background say like there's a a war going on something like that all of a sudden people are wearing camo because of that the thing that that thing that's happening um you know in politics yeah and so i always thought that was really interesting and and so i have this understanding of when i look at someone's branding how it makes me feel how do i want to feel when i go um connect to their brand or to them because it says a lot about what you might experience there right or like and this is not to bash on anybody who doesn't have good branding because we're all learning we all have our our edges but um you know if it's messy I ask myself, what what kind of experience am I going to have there? Are they going to be unorganized? Do they not care? Because I think there's a, a bit of a thoughtfulness put into mm-hmm. this too. Because it's not about me; it's about the experience that the the client or the customer is going to have. And so I really take a lot of care into that. Even when I'm onboarding, it looks really nice. I want them to ha- like from beginning to end have um, just the best experience they can have and feel as though they came to me for, for this experience of transformation and, and they received it from through and through. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. I'm the same. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Totally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, what are your next plans, your moves? uh... Oh my goodness. You caught me at such a great time. Yeah. Uh, So I think when you and I talk, I'll be in Australia. So tomorrow, yes, tomorrow, it's like landing for me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> My partner and I are moving to Australia for three months. So we, I had mentioned that to you. And, yeah. and then we'll be back in the States for about three months, moving around a little bit, LA, Austin, San Francisco. And then we will be making our way down to Tulum where we will set up our home. Oh. Yeah, we're scouting property. So Tulum, Mexico scouting property for our healing retreat center. So wow. he and I both do energy work and we both coach. And we also work with um, all, of, all of these different ways of healing. So while we're traveling, we'll be having hape and uh, tea ceremonies. So doing healing work in, in a ceremonial space with people. And we just, we love what we do. And that's why we, we are creating this center for people to um, and, and to heal and not just in a way that's um, I feel like healing is so much deeper than doing the meditation and yes. <laughs> working, working with the crystals and doing the yoga like 
what about sexual trauma? What about sexual shame? What about, um, you know, past life stuff? So we go really into the, the more metaphysical realms and the more taboo realms of helping people heal. And so in this center, we want people to feel safe to really be themselves. Cause I think, um, we all want to, to love ourselves more deeply and, ha- and accept ourselves and have a better relationship with, with who we are and also who we're becoming and who, who we've been in the past, right? We've all made mistakes in the past and, and based off of certain wounds that we've had. And so a place where people can just be human and they're given permission to grow and to evolve and also to, to play with magic. That's like another, so my, my partner is, um, a magician archetype and I love talking about this because it's so funny yeah so I'm a queen archetype and he's a magician archetype so there's polarity between us so naturally we were drawn to each other and magic is real for us we love playing with magic like our whole relationship is very magical and so um this is a place where magic is real like metaphysics past life like I said past lives like ancestral all of that exists there it's um, going to be a vortex of of magic and so we already have people that want to come out there and live out there so we're definitely creating something really beautiful and um i this is more of a long-term plan for me and like i said when when you start seeking expansion things happen very Mm -hmm. you can collapse time this was like a 10-year plan for me and it's happened in a year and a half so yeah yeah (laughs) anything is possible in any amount of time and I think that's important to say to not limit yourself on how long you think something needs to take things can happen very very quickly beautiful so where people can connect with you find you online yeah so you can find me on Instagram Taj Savitri Mm -hmm. so it's T-A-J dot S-A-V-I-T-R-I. Um, you can also find me on the True Nature podcast. So that's going to be True Nature podcast on Instagram. And then on my website, www.tajsavitri.com. And those are the main places that I'm hanging out. You can hear about what's going on with me, where, where I'll be in the world because I'll yeah. be moving around a lot, um, where we will have ceremonies, what's going on with the retreat center, and yeah, also you're going to be interviewed on yes. my podcast soon. So make sure you guys tune in so that you can hear what we talk about. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, for sharing with us your story, your journey, your vision. Mm, thank you so much, love. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm not afraid of